0: Hi, and welcome to the KKW Trucking Podcast. It's Dustin joined by Eddie Ingram. Welcome back, Dustin. Yeah, we're back again. And uh, finally, uh, it's 2020.
1: It is 2020 amazing. (laughs) I keep writing 2019 on my paperwork, though. (laughs) I know. I can't
0: believe how fast the time flies. The holidays are over. It's actually been a little over a month and a half since our last podcast episode, So I know you and myself are going to work really hard in 2020 to deliver a new episode consistently each month.
1: Yes, and I want to say to all of our drivers, or even drivers that are not our drivers yet, if you have some ideas that you would like us to talk about on the podcast, please reach out to us and give us some of those fresh ideas that you guys may have out there.
0: There's also uh, opportunities for guests to come on the show, so if you're open to the idea of coming on and... uh, giving us your thoughts on working for KKW, maybe on some specific topics or just some fun stories from the road.
1: And not just working for KKW, come on over and be an owner of KKW and we'll explain that a little later.
0: Yeah, we'll get into that. So we do want to start off as we usually do with our shout outs. So first of all, because we didn't have a podcast episode in December, we do want to wish everybody uh, happy holidays. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving, Christmas, Kwanzaa, New Year's, everything. And uh, had a lot of fun. I know I did. I won't get any, into any of those stories. But uh, our company company luncheon here at the office was pretty cool. Oh,
1: it's always great. It's always a good time to eat and, you know, have these festivities that we have with our drivers and our admin and just coming together like a big family.
0: Yeah, love love the, the holidays here at KKW. So I did also want to mention that uh, some of the drivers we have here on our notes have all demonstrated good driving beha- uh, good driving habits. Um, they've been reacting to conditions as they come, come up out on the road. Uh, some are moving left to clear for stop cars on emergency parking lanes, from freeways moving left to allow space for oncoming traffic, allowing plenty of distance in bumper-to-bumper traffic, maintaining safe speed coming down a grade, driving up a grade in the proper lanes, and also with four-ways on speed uphill Uh when lower than expected. So some of the names we wanted to drop. These are some of our drivers. So uh, I'll go ahead. Or I'll go ahead and start then. I guess N- up first, Bill Ma.
1: Bill Ma, congrats. Very good driver. I'll go second. We got uh, Yvonne Mendoza.
0: Next up, Dreon Carr. Next up will be Kevin Taylor. We have Mike
1: Malone and Deshawn Brasser.
0: So. Those all came in from Safety and some of our driver managers, as people to mention, uh, getting a shout-out on, on this month's podcast. We also um, have Glenel Morris. Uh, this came from Jim Crafts said doing a good job, space management.
1: Nice. And we also have Robert Mar- Martinez um, on the I-15 at night, driving uh, good driving behaviors. This was someone who called in and reported he was doing good on the road.
0: Yep. And then finally uh jaris duran and same thing good driving behavior uh but that's coming from uh the driving managers and that's
1: actually on the 15 as well so they're watching you guys on the 15 (laughs) yeah
0: great job guys good job uh, keep
1: up the good work
0: yeah we love it so eddie uh while we're just catching up though i did want to throw it over to you do you have any shout outs uh, anybody you want to you know what I call out to? Uh,
1: nobody Pacific. It's a lot of drivers. I don't want to get to throwing names and somebody say, Eddie, you left me off. You know I'm a star. So all of our drivers that do a good job out there, um, most of the time you guys are probably patting yourself on the back as you should. I just want to say thank you to everybody that's on board with us, that's helping us build this team and helping us become an amazing carrier. We are one of the top 250 in the United States. So that is very, very big news. So thank you guys out there. Keep up the good work and let's take over.
0: All right. Well, uh, while we're talking then about, you know, a little bit about our position in the market, we are hiring drivers. (laughs) Always hiring good drivers. Yeah. Good drivers.
1: So, Um, For our drivers that's out there, I always on the podcast, I think I always mention it, um, refer to drivers over, bring good drivers here to the company because the more drivers we have, the more freight we move. And by us being a 100% employee owned company, the more freight we move, the more money we make. We all make more money. We all receive more shares and our shares are worth more. So let's just keep doing what we're doing out there. And you guys refer to drivers over to me. Right now we're paying uh, $500 per driver. Uh, We break that down into two payments. So please, if you don't have any referral cards, please stop by the recruiting uh, department and take some from Bonnie, Israel, and myself. And um, just let's keep working. Let's keep bringing these drivers here.
0: All right. Uh, One other thing before we move on. You mentioned to me before the show that, again this year, you had the opportunity to to pull the Cal Poly Pomona Rose Parade float to and from the parade. Yes. How did that go?
1: Uh, it went great. It was a, another great trip. Um, on the way back, we had a little mishap that had us sitting for about an hour. Um, had us sitting for a little bit, but we got that taken care of. We got the flow back safely. We took it there safely. And now on my jacket, I have about seven pins I every year. I saw the Yeah, so I'm trying to collect my pins. They say that's how you, you represent how long you've been a part of the float and pulling the float. And then last year as well, I received a lifetime member award. Oh, nice. Good way to suck me in. But I received <laughs> a lifetime member award, and I enjoy pulling the float. I enjoy working with the students over at Cal Poly. So thank you, Cal Poly, for offering us the opportunity to pull that float. It's pretty amazing. Not everybody get to pull a float. Um, so thank you.
0: By chance, did you happen to catch what the theme was this year? Uh, the theme was...
1: Um, I forget the was exact name. Was it nautical? Na- what was it? I forget the name Last year's it.
0: was space.
1: Yes. This year was more so like a... It was a boat. And it oh, was that's like an underwater okay. theme. Yeah. it
0: was like... I thought it was nautical. Or yeah. It really... was an
1: underwater theme. Because if you look at it, it was a boat. And on the back of the boat, it had a submarine that went 30 feet up in the air. Oh, wow. And they were also blowing bubbles.
0: I did get to see... It looked fantastic. I went to the... Uh, the actual Rose Parade like uh, video online. Okay. So I didn't see it the morning of live, but I went and checked it out and it really did look amazing.
1: It is. It's amazing. It's really, really amazing. I've been doing it for about four years now and I really enjoy it every year. They never fail to amaze me. Um, I was just like, I I kept emailing like, what's the theme this year? Nobody responded. It was like, you just got to see it. And when I seen it, I was blown away again. Did you get to go to the launch party? Uh, I did go to the the send-off party yeah. Yes, I did go to the send-off party Because that's
0: always fun I got to go one year And they really have a good vibe there You know.
1: Yeah, it's really cool Everybody's it's... just excited um, The most fun part of pulling the float to me Would be when you're in the truck um, What they do is they put a, a, uh, one of the students in the truck with you So I have a student riding with me as a oh, passenger okay. And he's wired to the float so nobody else in a convoy can hear what the float is saying. And they're on the float having fun, clowning, playing music. <laughs> uh, we're joking and things like that. When I go over a bump, I'm like, you guys better pucker up.
0: <laughs> and you, you do this at night, right? At like night. In the yes, middle sir. of the night. And you go how fast from Pomona to Pasadena? What's the miles per hour?
1: We uh, we got we, They make sure we keep it under 10. But this year, the submarine was bouncing on the back. So I had to keep it under 8.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, I'll just have to, you know, Google Maps it after we record this. I'm like, how many, how many miles? Do you guys like uh, do a, a pool on what time you'll get there? Yes,
1: or? we do. It's a, it's a competition. Okay. Um, you pay $5 and they let you pick a slot. So anybody that um, would like to bring their family down next year, I'll make sure I'll probably mention to you, Dustin, so you can send out an email because they let our employees okay. come and they can volunteer and put flowers on the float. You can also volunteer and come out to the send-off party.
0: Very cool. I always love hearing about the float. Yes. And uh, it just seems like you always have such a good time over there. I have so. a
1: great time, and if anybody that hasn't came out and seen the float, please come out. I think next year, Dustin, I'm gonna see if I can get you some OT, and see if you can at least follow the float for the first few miles because they also have their own camera guy. But Cal Poly, you guys never shared a video with us. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's pretty amazing. But I did send internal you internal only. I did send you over some pictures and videos. You got oh those yeah, right. I put
0: together a little just a little highlight reel of uh, your time on the road. So it was pretty cool perfect all right well let's go ahead and uh dive into our first topic on uh this podcast and eddie it's probably the biggest news to come out of kkw since i've been here i
1: think this may be some of the biggest news that has ever came out of kkw
0: yeah so it's pretty exciting and i don't know if you want to go ahead and take the lead on this one and yeah, basically sure. I just be, I, uh, I
1: would be honored thank you i'd love to share this with everybody
0: Make the announcement, yeah.
1: So now, um, as of last year, uh, December, KKW is now an ESOP, and that's spelled E-S-O-P. When I first found out about about it, I was calling it an ESAP.
0: Because oh, I, okay. I
1: didn't know anything about it. Yeah, just I'd like never a,
0: heard that term before. Right,
1: me neither. Just like a lot of our drivers probably don't know much about it. But we are here to educate people as much as we can. Uh, feel free to stop by and see the recruiting office. You can speak to Miss Alicia Bachman. She's very. Uh, familiar she's very familiar yeah. with what's going on she knows the whole process she's also um,
0: one of those people incredibly knowledgeable but if she doesn't have the answer she'll find the answer. she will find the answer so she will go she back will and not... read
1: something 10 times until she understands
0: yeah it. you you can ask her any question and she's not going to give you misinformation she'll let you know if she doesn't know and she'll go get the correct information because i know some sometimes you know when people are just casually having you know we're in the break room you're like oh i heard this Correct. If you go to Alicia, you're going to get the right information. And that's
1: what you guys out there need to do. Don't listen to, you know, a lot of our employees are trying to explain the ESOP that don't really know much about it. It is not that difficult to understand what's going on. And that's what I'm going to try my best to do right now and is just to explain it, um, simplify it.
0: Well, let's start. So I'd never heard of that phrase. What exactly does ESOP
1: mean? ESOP is an employee stock ownership plan. So now, with the profits of the company, yearly they're gonna be allocated amongst the employees. So they'll be um, given to the employees. You'll receive a certain amount of shares. Or stock? Shares per year. Okay. Um, And then the shares are allocated to you by um, your salary. So the more money you make, the more shares you will receive.
0: And if I'm correct, it's your salary divided by the over, it's your compensation divided by the overall compensation of all employees. Correct. You're and absolutely right. that's the percentage right. of shares you would receive. You're
1: absolutely right. And the main thing about this is the vesting schedule. Um, there's a vesting schedule. So uh, first year, second year, you'll be 20%. Okay. Um you'll go from 20% your second year, your third year you'll be 40%, your fourth year you'll be 60%, your fifth year you'll be 80% and your sixth year you will be 100% vested.
0: Okay, so it's a 6-year vesting schedule. Correct. You have to get to year two before you start actually vesting. Correct. And then it's 20% per year until you get to 100%.
1: Correct. But I want to use myself as an example and anybody that was employed with this last year who put in 1,000 hours and they were employed uh, December 31st. Well, that's that's
0: a good, actually, that's a good place to start is how do you even qualify? And I believe you have to be 21 years old. Correct. And to be eligible, you have to have worked for... 250 hours as an employee. Correct. But to receive stock, you need to work for at least 1,000 hours within the year. And for KKW, the year, well, follows the calendar, January 1st to December 3rd. Absolutely
1: right. And the reason why um, our executives decided to go with the 250 number is for new hires coming on board because that's what we want. We want to grow this company. Right. Uh, most ESOPs, that, most companies that turn into an ESOP, they actually triple quadrupled in size
0: right i believe uh i actually received a powerpoint and i'll speak on something else in a a little bit but uh yeah i was in on a meeting and i believe esops outperform uh 401ks by three to seven times
1: yep you're absolutely right
0: so and they also outperform non-esop companies correct so in general you're looking at a much greater return if you're an employee of an esop company
1: right and a lot of a lot of people are saying like what do i have to contribute what do i have to pay it's very hard for a person to um grasp the idea of someone just giving them something this was actually a gift and that's why mr benny hoff if you go in there and you speak to mr benny hoff and you say if you feel like it's a scam or something it really makes him mad because if you watch when he rolled it out Um, Mr. Benioff actually cried. That's how emotional he got. Sorry, Mr. Benioff. I'm telling everybody you cry, baby. Um, He he actually (laughs) cried, um, but it just shows how significant this is to him um, because he said he looks at Mr. Firestone like a a father figure. He's been around a very long time. And for Mr. Firestone to sell this company to the employees really means a lot to him, just like it means a lot to me. I'm very grateful, just like we all should be very grateful for this opportunity. Well, Um,
0: if you... Really quick, if you uh, we pause for a sec, I'm actually going to cut out to part of that presentation where Dennis made his announcement and Steve talked a little bit. So I'm gonna play a clip right now okay. from that and you can hear from Dennis why he chose to sell the company to the employees. Well, let's cut to the clip and then we'll come back. And I have a few more things I have to say. Cool.
2: Under seven, December 7th,
1: 53 years ago,
2: this 22-year, 22 22-year-old 22 young pup jumped on a dock in South LA and offered to buy a company from a fellow named Art Shelton, and he actually sold the company to me, and that started this magic carpet ride for me. That that ride has had many, many highs and some very deep lows over those 53 years, some of which you've shared with me. But most importantly, this day, yesterday, begins a journey for all of you, most of you, I'll say most of you. Let me explain. I've had a saying over the years, And I think it's pretty accurate. Either leave or get the hell out of the way. So I've been looking the last year and a half, two years for a transition for myself and for this company that makes the most sense for everybody. And I won't lie, I looked outside. I looked at other options. And yes, they're tempting and there's a whole lot of folks that were interested in taking your team aboard. But I tried to visualize, what's this look like when I asked everybody to board a bus that says Knight and Swift on the side of it, and wave goodbye to everybody and say, hey, good luck. I just couldn't digest it. <clears throat> so we tried a, a concept a few years ago, and. Unfortunately, we, we, in the middle of it, had to terminate it because of other reasons, but it's called ESOP, and ESOP stands for Employee Stock Ownership Plan. I can't get into the details because there's too numerous, and we're going to train trainers here that are gonna explain this in very deep detail to each and every one of you, so you understand exactly what the impact is on everyone is significant. Big picture I can share with you. Big picture is that only a few things really change. The big one is that rather than me own the company, you will own the company. It's a big change. The leadership will change slightly because I'll take a more passive role from an active role. And I would expect that um, the great choices I've made in the leadership over the last several years will pick up the flag and run. There's no sign up for any of you needed There's no investment gonna come out of your check to help finance this transition. Bottom line is, if this company continues to be successful as it has been over the last 53 years, you will, many of you will be successful much more so than you've ever probably imagined in a job, right? This is no longer going to be a job. Each one of you will have a piece of the action. And every time you save a penny, every time you save a mile, every time you make a good decision over a marginal decision, it's going to show up in everyone's paycheck. And that's just so fitting. The fact that... I found this as an ending yesterday to my career. is so satisfying. You already know I've said many times how much I enjoy the people I work with and I continue to, to feel that way and I will continue to be involved. But what a great ending to be able to pass this company to all of you. So there's no stop on us now. I'm hoping, I'm praying that you'll take this company to the next level. I've spent 53 years getting it this far. Now it's your turn. God bless you. And here's to it. Three cheers, Thank
3: Dennis you. Um, you know, first I want to take a moment and acknowledge Dennis and, and thank him for this tremendous opportunity. I'm gonna struggle getting through this myself. Um, it was hard when I actually put this on paper and I thought, you know what, I can't do this because every time I read it, i, I choke up a little bit. Um, although he's not given us KKW trucking, he has made it possible for each and every one of us to purchase it, to be an owner. Let that sink in. Dennis has created an opportunity through this ESOP for, for all of us to continue the KKW legacy. When I came to KKW Trucking, I was a 23-year-old kid, freshman Marines, looking just looking for a job in dispatch. What I got was so much more. Over the last 30-plus years, I've it, a few different titles, I grew up here. Everything I learned, I learned from this man. Not all of it's good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my name. <as> well. <laughs> I often tease him that he's taught me all my bad habits, but nothing could be further from the truth. You now this has been a boss, a friend, a mentor, and even a father figure. I didn't know it then, but I know it now. I got was a work family. I got all you. and it was I got to be part of something bigger than I could ever imagine. And what makes KKW Trucking so great are the people. The top-down, Dennis created a culture that fosters professional growth. You don't have to look too far for all of the examples. Warehouse workers became division managers. Drivers became managers and unit managers, maintenance directors, the vice president, a local dispatcher, the CEO. He created a culture that strives to make employees feel part of the team, part of the family. Every effort matters. Every effort makes a difference. This is true now more than ever. We have all been given an incredible opportunity. Dennis has bestowed upon us a challenge, a challenge to take what he has built and take it to places I'm certainly He dreamt of when he was an 18-year-old kid delivering mattresses out of an old state bed truck to support his family. We won't have the luxury of business as usual. Sure, most things will remain relatively the same. But beginning today, we are all shareholders. We are all responsible to repay the, the debt to Dennis. I'm truly humbled by this amazing act of generosity. I'm excited about us to move forward and thrive. It is my sincere desire that each and every one of us steps up and accepts the challenge and makes him proud. Thank you.
0: It really is powerful. I mean, I was there in person, but it's really powerful hearing him speak on it again. Um, You know, Dennis is is a really great guy. Steve is a really great guy. I'm really excited for the future of this company. But what I really take away from that is just this sense of pride in being an employee of KKW, taking ownership and knowing that my direct contributions affect the bottom line and we can all, you know, kind of gain success out of
1: that. Yes, we can. We all will gain success and we have to uh, speak it into existence. Now, the only thing, you don't have to contribute anything. The only thing we're asking from the employees is for harder work and longevity. If you put in harder work and longevity, we will all have a great successful future. Um, so like I was saying before we cut out to the video, um, the clip from when Dennis wrote yeah, it out, yeah. Mr. Firestone. I always have to call him Mr. Firestone. It's a respect thing. Yeah. After Mr. Firestone wrote that out, um, I was very touched. But I want to use myself as an example of you know how this system really works. So last year was our actually our first year um, being an ESOP. So calendar so, year. Calendar year. But gotcha. even if you were employed... Last year, and you put in a 1,000 hours, and you were here December 31st, it basically was retroactive for the whole year. You received 45 shares. Like myself, and this is a projected amount of shares I received, so 45 shares. But by by me saying that you have to put in two years before you're vested, right now I'm still vested at zero. So even though I have 45 shares, I don't have any vesting in there. So next year, I'll be at probably 300 shares, and I'll be 20% vested. So let's just use-
0: Just to clarify, so 45 is actually a 100% projection because the numbers have not been, the audits, the... Accounting, all of that has not been done for the calendar year of 2019. Correct. And for anybody that was curious on when you would actually get that information as an employee, it's projected from the trust, yeah, that it would be mid year, so quarter two or three, so you can imagine somewhere around June or July.
1: Yes, so yearly, um, every year. So we don't actually have those
0: numbers. Correct. Uh, These are projected numbers. Everything we're talking about right now is only a projection. We don't have them.
1: Correct. If we continue to perform like we did in the previous five years, that's where they got the numbers from they looked at how we've been progressing over the years and that's how they structured our six-year plan gotcha. to say we're, we should um, progress like this or even higher okay um, I'm shooting for higher because right oh, now the yeah. projection of each share on um, projection I keep saying projection um, is showing that they're about six dollars and67 cents. Now, when those numbers come out, it could be higher or they could be lower. Right. But we control our own destiny. So now uh, ESOP is pretty much similar to a 401k. But the difference is 401k, our money's in Wall Street and we're banking on them to grow our 401k with the ESOP. You're banking on KKW and you're the employee, you're the worker, so you control your own destiny. And when I say you, I'm talking about all of us. By all of us putting in good hard work, harder work. By all of us putting in harder work, uh, Mr. Benioff kept correcting me at the meeting, so I'm going to say harder work. Um, By us putting in harder work, it's really going to benefit us in in the end. Now, by him turning this into an ESOP company, it is truly a career. And... The opportunity that we have, Dustin, is really amazing. And I'm sorry, guys, if I sound a little emotional because I am a little bit because it's so it's I never imagined being with this company and doing the things that we're doing and turning into an ESOP. It's just um, overseeing what I expected from this company and I want to say thank you to everybody. thank you, Not just to Mr. Firestone, I want to say thank you to the Jim Crafts, I want to say thank you to the Alicia Bachmans, the Sarah Shermans, the Steve Bennyhoffs, the Lynettes, anybody who has been here for years and years and years. Thank you, guys, because without them, this would not be possible. Without them putting in harder work before it was an ESOP, this wouldn't be possible. So we all should pay homage and appreciate the opportunity that was presented to us. And and let's be successful. Let's take over the trucking industry. Let's show them how powerful KKW is. And guys, carry this company, ladies and gentlemen, carry this company as if it's yours. Because guess what? it is yours it is ours it is yours dustin so what you guys what we do out there it affects what we profit our profits so make sure that you're not out there just idling a truck just to be idling don't think like a company driver anymore think like an owner
0: yeah no and it's it's interesting i know you brought up like esop versus 401k and the the biggest differences are with a 401k you have to contribute to that with your own money and if i'm not mistaken i believe uh, for anybody that, that wants to come to KKW, you know, get in on this ESOP and 401k, uh, KKW does match up to 30% on every dollar, up to 6% of contributions.
1: Correct. You're absolutely right. So not only do we have, not only are we a, a 100% employee owned, we still have the 401k,
0: well and, and what's crazy though is so when you compare them like you said the the first difference is that with a uh, 401k you have to contribute your own money with an esop we the employees are not contributing anything think of it like a gift it's a gift yeah so you're earning shares but you're not you don't have to put anything in mm-hmm. like a 401k where you know and then the employer matches and then the second difference is as you mentioned when you put it in, normally, you know, a 401k is diversifying in mutual funds and the market and different things. Well, that's all outside of our control. Correct. You're essentially, you know, you're taking a little gamble and saying, I think it's going to do better over time. Mm-hmm. But you have no direct input on that. Right. But right?
1: by us being uh, ESOP, you have direct input. Yeah, the you stock do. is in
0: one company. Yes. Your
1: company. Your company.
0: So when you think about it, as an employees, we don't have to make that contribution we're getting a gift and we get to control how high the, the value can go. Mm-hmm. It's a very empowering thing.
1: It is. It is. It's just so amazing. It's, I wish you guys
0: can see my face.
1: I actually cried too when Mr. Firestone first told the managers, because he said, I had some bad news and I have some good news. And he said, the bad news is I'm selling the company. And I broke down crying because I was like, this is my favorite job I've ever had. And you're selling it. And then he said, the good news is I'm selling it to you guys. And I still cried because I didn't understand. I didn't know what an ESOP was and then after yeah. the meeting, some of the managers were just like, Are you still sad now you know what it is? I was like, I still don't know what it is. Like, yeah. you're just telling me it's an ESOP, but we're selling KKW. No, I never want to sell his company.
0: Well, I think it's also worth noting right here um, because of that transition, I'm sure people have been around the office and you've probably still seen Dennis here. He still has his office, correct? And he is still chairman of the board of the KKW. But Steve Benninghoff is now the CEO. Yes,
1: he is, and uh, Mr. Firestone is the chair. Um, and actually,
0: um, he'll be around for a while
1: with us right. because a lot of people that I hear some people saying like, "Why is he still here?" And I've and, heard that too. Yes, and he's still here because he's the chairman, and he's also the lender. He believes in us so much. Well, yeah, he he's sold, sold us the company. Yeah, the whole thing. He until, sold the employees the company. Yes, yes, and it's is really amazing. And some drivers are like, "Why? Why would he do that?" Because he has a good heart. And I even asked why, because I want to know, I want to understand. When I asked Mr. Firestone why, he turned around to us, and he he just patted his chest over his heart. He said, it's it's from the heart. Um, There was a lot of companies that wanted to buy KKW. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I'm not going to throw no names out there, but it was some big players that wanted to buy this company. He actually made it impossible for them to buy it because that's not the way he wanted it to go and he made it possible for us to for him to sell it as a esop because he cares about our future um, it's really, truly a gift, it's not a gimmick. And if you know anybody that's into money, that know anything about shares, if you feel that it's a negative thing, please go talk to someone that know about money and they will explain to you how much of a benefit this is for your future. And this is a, a retirement plan. It's, it's for money when you retire. Right. That's what it's designed for. So if you stick around, you do 20 years here, you can retire with five, six, seven, eight, uh, millions of dollars. It all depends on us. how we grow this company so for those drivers out there recruit 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 let's get drivers on board and watch what we do we're gonna buy some of these people I see it in our future we're gonna be buying companies and turning them into KKW and we're gonna grow and it's not gonna do anything but make all of us richer and also smarter because I'm learning about shares I'm, I'm very excited
0: As you can tell well i want to end this segment by saying i kind of alluded to it at the beginning but that i am actually we have started an esop committee within kkw where we have different members or different employees from different departments all on the committee to kind of unify the message make sure that everybody that works here understands what that means what that value is to them, correct, and trying to make sure that we don't send out mixed messages, right? And right. you know, naturally, in any environment, not just a company, but when you have a large group of people, people talk. You know, you think back to when you're a kid, the game of telephone. <laughs> <Right>. You know, <laughs> so we want to make sure that when everybody uh, has a question, whether they've been here, you know, uh, for years or they're just starting, that there are people that there is a group that you can go to to get those answers or get clarification on something so that you're not just taking it second hand from someone who heard something.
1: Correct, and um, also I wanna mention this too, what the ESOP is not. It is not a get rich quick plan. Is not right. if if you're in it to try to get rich quick, it's not gonna work for well, you. That's as you not mentioned what it's for.
0: As you mentioned, even though we use the, the phrases shares or stocks, this is not like a publicly traded company. It's not out on the market. All the shares are owned by the employees. Correct. And they have a we have a direct impact on the value of those shares over time. when you think of an ESOP as like a deferred retirement plan, you know, as we compared it to a 401k, you could see where over time, that's where the true value comes from. Correct. So it's not something where it's like, you know, oh, I can pick up shares. No, to get shares, you have to work here. Correct. You have to put in those hours in order to receive shares. So it's, it's a direct result of how hard, you know, we're willing to push it. Push the limit,
1: right? And it's, it's so much. I can go on and on and talk about this ESOP. It is so much. Um, we're going to constantly be putting out. Um, the the committee is going to constantly put out, you know, details and information about the ESOP. But I just want to say to everybody, this is not guaranteed. It all yeah, it's not, depends yeah. on us put in that harder work and it will pay off. I believe in KKW. I believe in this platform that Mr. I Firestone believe in hard built. work. Um, this gentleman started this company with nine trucks. We're knocking on 400. He is freaking amazing by himself. Yeah. Now look what we can take this company to higher limits. I want to see the 12 and 1300 trucks. And then we know what our shares are doing. I'm counting that money. So recruit drivers, bring them on board, guys. Carry the company like it's yours. Next time you go and talk to a customer, talk to the customer like that's a customer, your customer, because it is your customer. That's our customer. Please take care of our customers out there, take care of our equipment, and carry the company like it's yours, and let's grow.
0: And Alicia, uh, our HR manager, did want me to mention exclusively, that every single employee of KKW should have received all of this information in your inbox. There was an email that went out in addition to the notice, and then obviously on our social media and our YouTube channel and all that, there's the video. But all of the employees should have received a packet and information regarding the ESOP and, and what it means for them. And If they, if they have you haven't opened your inbox or you haven't received it, make sure you contact one of us or Alicia or whoever. Somebody so that you get the information. You should have that and you should review it just so you have a better understanding.
1: And before we get off the topic, Dustin, I wanna ask you a question, sure. sir. Sure. Um, us being an ESOP company, what does it mean to you?
0: What it means, it, it feels like, to me it means empowerment. It means giving employees a greater sense of pride in the company you work for. And that your, your efforts literally impact the results, yes. directly to you. Like I never felt like my work didn't impact the results of the company, but it, it didn't come back to me in a tangible way. Right. right. Where it was like, we did this much better, I do that much better, right? It was like, you know, hey, I make an hourly wage and I get paid for the hours I put in. Correct. Whether we do better or not, right? Right, right. And here you have this, this empowerment and ability to do something you know my job I work with the recruiting department with job postings and hiring drivers and doing all this stuff now when I go down there and we have a full classroom for an orientation how exciting mm-hmm right it's beautiful yeah now these things they they light you up because you're like oh my gosh if, if you know this is happening then we know this has got to happen And that's just success for all of us.
1: Correct. Uh, Thank you for that, Dustin. I've been watching you for the last week since more information came out. Very pumped. You've been fired up. (laughs) Yes, sir. And thank you, everybody. Please, let's put in harder work. And if you don't understand, please come in and ask questions. Please don't go to Mr. Benny Hoff and tell him that it's a gimmick or a scam to you because you're going to hurt. He gets really hurt behind it because it really touches him because this is something that Mr. Firestone could have took the money, sold the company, and went. And set on an island somewhere, and not worried about us, but he really cared about us. That's why Mr. Hoff really get touched when somebody feels that it's a scam or a gimmick or something like that. It is truly not.
0: One of the other things that, I don't know if it's included with the packet that went out in the email, but we do have it available if anybody would like to take a look at it. But we have a list of companies that are ESOPs, trucking companies, there were some brewery, other companies. I Let me throw Publix, a couple out there. Publix, Publix was like the biggest ESOP. The biggest.
1: They're the most successful. Publix uh, grocery chain. Um, and also the trucking company that's an ESOP is Big G. Um, so you can go to their website. Yeah, go you check can search them, out. them and see how they're doing. They're doing fantastic. Um, they tripled in size since they turned into an ESOP company. So let's do the same, guys. Let's get fired up. Let's get everybody fired up like me and Dustin out there, and let's take over the world.
0: Our next topic, Eddie, I'm going to throw it over to you. Um, this is something that you've been working on uh, during 2019 for quite a while, um, ELD.
1: Yes, yeah, great one. So can you
0: explain a little bit what's going on there, where we're at now in 2020, and and what everybody's got to
1: do? Well, thank you for mentioning that, Dustin. Um, We have now all switched over to ELD. Um, electronic login device. Um, before, prior to switching over to EOD, we were a AOBRD. That was an onboard automatic recording device. Now we're on the EOD. With the EOD, it, it's tied to the motor of the truck. Okay. So it sensed the movement. So there's no longer you can move around without being having like hours on your clock. So you have you to have hours. the wheels
0: start turning, a clock's turning. If somewhere.
1: that truck get up to five miles an hour, it puts you on drive. Gotcha. Okay. Which it should. That'll keep all of us safe, especially for our non-truckers out there, You know, our mothers, our kids, our brothers, our sisters. um, Don't have to worry about a driver driving next to them that shouldn't be on the road because they didn't have any hours the last time they moved the truck. So that's a good thing. Uh, One of the things I want to mention to everybody with the ELD, uh, make sure you please, you log out your truck anytime your truck is uh, parked somewhere where a shop admin can take your truck or a driver can move your truck or any any place you can park your truck in one of our drop yards or anything like that. Please make sure you log off because now in the EOD world, no one can change a drive line. Oh, okay. Nobody can change a drive line. Our safety department can't change a drive line. Uh, PeopleNet can't change a drive line. A DLT officer can't change a drive it's, line. It's there. It's there. So now, when you park your truck, you want to log off your truck. Um, what I like to tell all drivers is, you want to treat the new ELD like your social security card. You know, you're not going to leave yeah. your social out for somebody to copy it. So when you leave that truck, make sure you log off. Um, please certify your logs daily. Um, if you're receiving any malfunctions. Please make sure you reach out to your dispatch manager if you receive a malfunction over your people net. Uh, dispatch will know um, what to do. They have some steps to troubleshoot it. Um, you always want to try rebooting it a couple times before calling dispatch because if you call dispatch and say, hey, dispatch, I have a malfunction, the first thing dispatch is going to say is try rebooting it. So that's why I tell everybody to try rebooting their device if they run into any malfunctions. Um, as far as the malfunctions, we're pretty much running smoothly now, um, but things can occur out there. Just try rebooting your device, certify your logs daily. Um, certifying a log just like when we were on paper logs you had to sign your paper log now you just go in there and you certify for that day Like if enter that,
0: a password or something uh, yeah you have to enter
1: your password to certify oh. but that's just like putting your signature on a paper log gotcha. so please make sure you're certifying your logs daily um, if you do get onto the truck and you have some unidentified drive time what is unidentified drive time that's when your truck moved without someone being logged into it so once the next driver logs into the truck uh, the truck will then prompt the driver Driver and say, hey, you have some unidentified drive time. Is this yours? If it's yours, please make sure you accept it. If it's not yours, make sure you don't accept it and you always annotate. Annotate is just another word for leaving a note. Anytime you, um, you want to uh, reject or accept something, you have to make sure you leave a note. Um, anything else? I have some other key pointers.
0: Well, I know I've seen you teaching a, a class or doing a what do you i don't know what what is it that you're doing you're, you're showing drivers just the ins and outs
1: yes with the eod class now,
0: who has to come do that or has everybody everybody
1: done it? everybody has done it okay, uh, cool. and big shout out to all of our drivers making sure they got in here before the deadline all of our drivers are uh eod drivers there now okay um and they're all doing pretty well at it and i just want to say thank you for making this a smooth transition um, this is not something that KKW created their Everybody's on the same equal playing right. field. Everybody's on ELD. And I just wanna say thank you to all of the drivers. If you need anything, please feel free to reach out to the training department um, or myself or Miss Sarah Sherman or the safety department. They're um, very knowledgeable about the ELD. And we're just here to work as a team. And if you guys are running into any issues, please make sure you mention that to the safety department so we can start troubleshooting those issues and we'll know how to handle it if another driver deals with that issue. Um, you only can run paper logs. Everybody should know this for eight days if your ELD malfunctions, functions. Um, so after eight days, you must get that truck in here to get fixed or you will be placed out of service. Um, you can't just pick up and run paper. That's not the way it works. Any driver that goes on a paper must get permission from their dispatcher so we can make sure we're getting it over to safety and make sure we're getting it to the shop.
0: Gotcha. All right. Well, yeah, I just want to make sure we, we hit on that. I know 2020, but everybody's on the same page now. We're, yes,
1: we're good yes. to go. Yes. Uh, I want to share something really quick. Sure. Uh, one of our drivers, um, I think it was Randy. Randy called me and he, we were talking about the EOD. He's like, oh, you got to see the truck stops. Everybody's moving around like, like it's the circus. He said, everybody's moving around really <laughs> slow around the truck stops. To our drivers, just make sure you're not moving the truck if you don't have any hours to drive. Um, that should be your time to sleep and get your rest your 10 hours in and again thank you
0: all right well now we're gonna jump over we're gonna do something uh, a little fun on this episode we're gonna actually make a call to one of our drivers out on the road so real quick before you call him who, who are we calling?
1: um daniel huggins um, He just recently came back on board with us. I've been having conversations with him about the Aesop and things like that. He's very fired up. So when you were like, uh, can we get a driver on the line? I was like, let's call Daniel. But we're not going to tell him we're calling him. I'm going to just call him and it, so we can get some raw, uncut footage.
0: All right. Well, Eddie, I'll throw it over to you. Go ahead and uh, make the call.
1: All right. Here we go. hello hello hey daniel how you doing sir it's eddie yeah,
4: man, what's
1: happening? hey what's going on you're really low do you you have me on speaker
4: yeah hold on one second let me fix my
1: phone brother really. thank you sir <laughs> Yeah. hello yes sir yeah that, is that better uh yeah that's a lot better all right what's happening man how you doing today i'm doing great thanks for asking how about yourself
4: yeah, they got me running. My truck's running again, so I'm doing
1: good, bro. All right, great. How was your uh, stay at the hotel last night? It was good. It was good,
4: man. Well, last night I stayed in my truck last night, but that first night I got to relax real good, man. It worked
1: out well. So. Okay, good deal. I was just reaching out to you to, you know, have a little conversation with you. You know, I like talking to you. You're a very positive uh, driver, and you speak highly at a company, so I just wanted to get you on the line and talk to you for a bit if you didn't mind.
4: Yes, sir. Anytime. You know it
1: yes sir so so i'm actually recording a podcast right now um and i have you on um we're recording you right now so i just wanted to get your permission to use this recording if that's okay with you oh of course all right so anytime
4: i'm here for you that's what it is
1: thank you sir thank you daniel i really appreciate you um so uh just a couple quick questions for yourself how long have you been with kkw
4: I worked with KKW most recently for what? What has been about? Uh, I've been back with the company about four months, five months, something like that. Okay, so uh, you... I had a, that that fire stint was about a year, man. I was with them.
1: Okay, what was your reason for leaving us when you did leave us?
4: Um, I unfortunately was, you know, offered a, a job in my hometown, and that was the reason for me. Uh, None other than it was my home location and they offered me a job, man. One of my family members, you know. So I accepted it, you know, because I was a little newer to the industry still. I accepted it not knowing what I was letting go of.
1: (laughs) How long have you been driving?
4: Uh, Total, in total, about three years.
1: About three years. Um, How would you compare KKW uh, to the other companies you work for?
4: I, I honestly, I compare KKW. There's no comparison. KKW is, is from what I'm learning, you know, um, is, 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 is its own entity, I want to say, man. You, there's no comparison to the other company.
1: There you go. That, and, great answer. You know
4: what I mean? Yes, you know sir. I mean? Yes, uh, sir. The other company I was with, um, I know a lot of people say that drivers are treated like numbers. Um, and even though it was a small company of only thirty trucks, there was that that case of being treated like a number still. I mean, it was family oriented, but treated like a number, man. They expected you to do this. And KKW is a little different, man. They're real family oriented, and uh, you know, everybody that I've dealt with from dispatch to safety, you know, to the mechanic, you know, all treat me like a person like hey Daniel what's up man how you doing today how's everything going is there anything we can help you with to keep you going you know and that's that in itself is just not something you're going to find not something you're going to find out there
1: that's beautiful. I'm glad you're enjoying your employment here. Um, I want to ask you another question. I know you know where we are now—100% employee-owned—and I know it's not uh, much information out there. It's constantly coming out, you know, weekly, monthly. Uh, Miss Lynette and uh, Miss Alicia Bachman, HR coordinator, they're constantly working on um, getting you guys more information about us being an ESOP company. Um, but I just want to ask you: How do you feel about working for an ESOP company? And 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 just give me some feedback of what you think about it.
4: Um, I'm excited for it. I've done my own little research on what it means and um, from what I'm learning is it's an opportunity for us as to not just be employees anymore and to get a voice in with the company yes sir and and not and and have some type of uh some type of benefit at the end of our stint, you know. Most companies that say you're not an employee-owned company, at the end of when you retire, man, you're passed on. You know, you, you're basically done with it. And something what I'm reading with this is when you know we got that opportunity for retirement at the end of our stint or at the end of a term. You know, we're still a part of the company. Yes, sir. Oh, so it's yeah. So. I mean, it opens us up to work in other directions with the company, you know, and and be a part of it it, together. Like I was saying before, like a real family, man, and not just working for
1: somebody who owns everything, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, that's great that you did your research and you have some type of understanding about it. It's exactly just what you said. Um, it's a retirement plan. It's just a way that you can retire with some hundreds of thousands of dollars re- versus retiring with 60 grand or something like that. Um, so you, yeah. you and I and all of us, we have an opportunity to make sure that our retirement is good by our work ethic. So it's what you put in. Whatever you put in is what you get back. But it is uh, um, it's something that we all have to contribute um, our time and our strong work ethics, and it will pay off.
4: Yes, sir. That's what I'm looking forward to. And so with, you know, you know how it goes, man. With a company where you're just an employee, you can work as hard as you want, man. And you can, you can bust all day, and there is still that sense of you are just an employee. Right. So and and it's really cool that they took on this whole thing because I mean from the very first day I worked with you know I came in to visit KKW before I actually was employed with them I came to visit see what the company was about and it always had that feeling like hey dude here you're gonna be more than just a driver man you know and so then stepped and then you know essentially hand the company over to the employee is a blessing to us. It's a, 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 what do you say? It's an opportunity for success. That's not given through other companies. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And so I'm, I'm all about it, man. I mean, I haven't, I haven't heard nothing wrong about it. I'm all about it. And so it, it allows me at the end of my hard day of work to feel like some of that Toward my my own, you know, like, hey, in the future, this is going to benefit me more than just a simple retirement plan.
1: There you go, you're a very smart man, Daniel. I really appreciate you for coming back. Um, I remember the day you left. You remember where I took yeah, you the day you left sad. us? It was, it
4: was sad, brother. And he told me, <laughs> "I'll see you when you get back."
1: I did tell you that because we're famous <laughs> yes, for <sir>. rehires. <laughs> yes,
4: sir. And, yeah, and I ain't going nowhere now because I didn't learn what I, you know, like I like I let go of something that I didn't know I had,
1: man. Right. I even took you upstairs. You remember?
4: Yes, sir. Yeah, we spoke spoke directly to Mr. Firestone. Yes, sir. And he, he was real concerned. And this is the thing, Eddie. This is another reason why I jumped to get back. I begged to come back, brother, because Firestone took what I said. I will not BS you or anybody else. He asked me some direct questions. I gave him my honest answers. And no joke, Eddie, you guys took those and you changed it. You changed the company.
1: Yes, sir. So that
4: year I was gone, they, they changed the pay structure, right? They changed our mileage structure, our home time a little bit more,
1: which it was already
4: great. I'm not going to lie. It was already phenomenal. Now it is beyond, beyond phenomenal.
1: You so, know what I mean? So what would you say to a driver um, that we may have on board with us now that uh, may be considering to leave, um for a few more dollars right now. What would you say to him?
4: I I would say seriously reconsider, man. Sit down. Let's talk. Let's get your concerns. Just like Firestone did with me. Let's get your concerns Mm -hmm. and, you know, the issues involved with you, why why you are wanting to leave. And if it's something we can work on, we're going to work on it. Just give it time. Just like he told me. He said, dude, we're going to work on it, man. I can't do it right now, tomorrow, but we're working on it.
1: And I'll just share, I just want to share something with you, uh, with Mr. Firestone. Uh, I respect him so much. He, he always, you know, he'll let anybody know we're not perfect. Um, I respect the person that know that they're not perfect. Uh, none of us are perfect. But some people, you know, they can't see that they're not perfect. And by you knowing you're not perfect, um, we can, I always say it all the time. We, got some, we have some very green grass, but we have some brown spots, but we have fertilizer on it. So when you put fertilizer on brown spots, what happens? It turns green.
4: Hey, it works. And hey, that's what I've said from day one. KKW is a very youthful, progressive company, not stuck in its ways, ready to embrace the future and make changes to become the best. Yes, sir. I mean, I, I truly believe we're on the road to becoming one of the best, you know, uh size
1: companies for our size one of the best out there man yes sir and we're not going to do anything but grow especially with drivers like yourself on board and i just want to say thank you daniel for everything um i appreciate you a lot um you have recently came on board to do something um, other than just drive, you're going to be educating drivers, new drivers that come on board with us as well. So I just want to extend that, that my arm and tell you if you need anything, you come see me. I'll take you to the right person. If it's something I can't handle, I will put you in front of the right person. And just thank you for everything you do out there, Daniel. Oh,
4: yes, sir. I got no doubts you take care of me, but you hey, you have from
1: day one. Yes, sir. And I will continue. You have taken care of me from day
4: one, and I appreciate it more than you know that you know, I'm here. I'm here because of you guys. I'm I'm able to do this with
1: your help. Thank you, sir. And we're able to do what we do um, with your help. It's a team effort. Yes, sir. That's how we do it. Well, thank you. Drive safe out there. You have a fantastic day. Uh, happy New Year again. I know I already told you, but you have a great New Year. And let's chase this success. Yes, sir. I got you.
4: I'm I'm out here
1: running it. All right. Well, have a good one, sir. Drive safe.
4: All right. Yeah. Have a good day,
1: man. Thank you, Bye. Daniel.
0: Uh, bye-bye. Bye. All right. That was a fantastic phone call. Thank you, Daniel. We really appreciate you, uh, you know, give us, giving us your thoughts on the company and, and, taking a little time out of your day to join the podcast. That Yeah. Was awesome. Appreciate
1: you, Daniel. You're a very good man. I speak highly of you. Thank you for coming back, um, along with all of our other rehires. So anybody that's out there that's considering coming back to KKW, come on back home. You're welcome. Um, If you did it the right way, if you left the right way, you're welcome to come back home.
0: Yeah. Well, before we end this episode, Eddie, uh, it is winter. So we wanted to take a second to acknowledge a couple things uh, regarding extreme weather conditions Mm -hmm. and uh, just making sure everybody's got everything they need. Right. So first up, we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, extreme weather conditions. Anti-lock brake system. Okay. Um,
1: So here's a question here, but I'm going to just go ahead and give the answer. Um, There's nobody here to quiz. I wish we did have some drivers to quiz. Um, But to allow the ABS anti-lock brake system to work properly, the brakes must be applied with consistent and firm pressure. So if you didn't know that, now you know the answer.
0: Yeah, And it's interesting, obviously, everybody, you know, from back in the day when there weren't anti-lock brake systems, you would normally have to, like, tap your brake, but now it's that constant and firm pressure that, uh, you know, I guess they solved.
1: Right, right. So,
0: but I think sometimes people, you know, if you've been driving for a really long time, that's what you remember, and it may even be muscle memory, but just keep this in your mind Mm -hmm. that with anti-lock brake system, constant and firm pressure. Yes. All right, next up. We wanted to acknowledge uh, black ice, which is unusually slick compared to other types of roadway ice and snow. Now, black ice is notorious for um, being hard to see when you're out on the road, although in trucking you sit a little bit higher up. Mm. But um, the idea then is if it's hard to see and unusually slick, just make sure you're being careful out on the road. Most definitely. Um, You know, following the proper speeds, following distances, things like that and slow down yeah that leads us into (laughs) our our next next thing
1: if you're out there and you're driving in these uh crazy weather conditions slow down that is the key to everything slow down and try not to hit your brakes going over a bridge um but the next one will be uh following distance and rainy um and rainy weather should be doubled So you should double your following distance when you're in rainy weather. As well as being in rainy weather, you wanna make sure you slow down because you don't know if that's black ice on the ground or or if it's water on the ground. So you really wanna watch your Mm -hmm. temperatures. Uh, The temperature gauge on the truck will show you if you're in freezing conditions. Uh, When you are in freezing conditions and it's raining, just make sure that when you're going over bridges and uh, overpasses, those are the first things to freeze. So just make sure you are not hitting your brakes when you're going over a bridge.
0: Yep, and then just the... usual things we've hit on i think before on this podcast i tend to post them you know on social media but just making sure that in extreme weather conditions in this case winter to make sure to have you know an extra set of warm clothing make sure you have some water make Mm -hmm. sure you you know have some food maybe a, a flashlight anything you need out on the road we actually do we have shoes uh,
1: yes, we do have, uh, they're like clamps that you put on the bottom of your shoes. If you don't have any clamps, make sure you stop by the safety department and pick up some of those. For the remote locations, managers, if you need any clamps, please reach out to the safety department so we can get those in a mail or put those on a truck with another driver and send them up to you.
0: Yeah, everyone should have them. Make sure you got your chains, make sure, you know, all of that type of stuff.
1: Uh, and remember, if you ever forget, just get out your truck. And read the door. Safety is our number one priority, so you guys be safe out there.
0: Yep, and Eddie, that takes us to the end of this podcast episode. No, so, I know already. It's good to be back. <laughs> but uh, what's exciting is looking forward to what's coming in 2020, which, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to be delivering consistent podcast episodes. So, to everybody out there, uh, we appreciate you tuning in. But if you have any topics or anything you would like to hear us talk about. Be sure to let us know. You can give us feedback on social media or contact Eddie or myself directly.
1: And um, one more thing I would like to throw in there about the ESOP is if you uh, need a quick reference guide, we have a little information that was sent over to us by Miss Lynette. Um, she said we could share this with anybody who want more information, so please stop by the recruiting office if you would like to get some more information. I'll print it out and give it to you guys.
0: Yes, and again, uh, as I mentioned when we brought up ESOP before, everybody should have an email. If you haven't seen it yet, be sure to go to your inbox, find it, read about the KKW ESOP information specifically, you know, get, get a little bit more informed. And if you didn't receive it, be sure to contact somebody, whether your driver manager, Eddie or myself, or of course, Alicia Bachman in HR, and we will be sure to get you that information. So you can always just stop by at the office, email, or call. We want to make sure everybody has all the information and that everyone's up to date on where we're at.
1: And more information will uh, come out monthly. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be weekly. I'll say monthly right now. Uh, we're going to continue to educate everybody in the fleet to make sure that people understand how significant this is to their future.
0: Yeah, and just as I mentioned, looking forward to twenty twenty. Uh, some things, you know, come around every year, but of course, I'm pumped for the driver championships, driver appreciation. Week We have the holidays next year. I'm sure Eddie and I will be producing even more content than just the podcast. Yes. And we would love to get the drivers involved, talk to you guys, um, and, you know, have some fun.
1: Right. And any drivers that want to stop by and see Dustin, please feel free. He takes... Uh, testimonials anytime you want to stop by yeah um, please come and see them those testimonials help us um, show outside drivers what our company is really about um, a driver will be- believe a driver before they believe anybody in his building so you guys really have the power to help us grow
0: so thank you everybody so much for tuning in to this episode first episode of 2020 of the kkw trucking podcast and as always we want to sign off by thanking our drivers thanking everybody for working so hard out there on out there on the road and staying safe
1: thank you everybody and have a great day and happy new year